My name is Jensen Karp and I'm a sports fan, or I guess I was a sports fan. I don't know. Can you follow something that doesn't exist? Sure, I guess there's some games on TV or whatever, but if I wanted to watch a realistic Michael Jordan documentary, I'd watch Space Jam again. So hard up for the teams and superstars I love, I continue to talk to athletes and sports industry professionals about what they're doing in quarantine, hoping to figure out if they miss competing as much as I miss watching it. This is the No Sports Report. Las Vegas odds makers have pegged 22-year-old Dodger shortstop and second baseman Gavin Lux as the upcoming 2020 Rookie of the Year, and for good reason. A 2016 first-round draft pick, Lux was a beast on the minor league circuit, named Baseball America's Minor League Player of the Year in 2019, even though he was called up to the majors to end last season and join the Blue Crew in what they had hoped would be a long playoff run. It wasn't. But Luck still turned heads when he became the youngest player of all time to hit a pinch-hit home run in the postseason, a record once held by his teammate Cody Bellinger. And so everything was set to come up Lux come March 26th, the original opening day for baseball. But now the future All-Star awaits a call, trying to stay in shape and ready for what was to be his breakout season. We talk about how he's staying fit, what sneakers he's rocking during quarantine, if he thinks the longer this goes, the easier it'll be for the Astros, and since he's currently in the middle of a league-wide video game tournament playing MLB The Show, we get into what esports and traditional sports have in common. All this and bagels in my discussion with the next big thing, LA Dodger blue chip, Gavin Lux. Call from Gavin Lux. To accept, press one. Hello, Gavin. Hey, what is going on? Glad to be here. Yeah, I'm a big Dodger fan. I'm a huge fan of yours. So this 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 one I was very much looking forward to. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. I know you're from Wisconsin originally, but where are you currently contained during lockdown? Yeah, I'm actually in Wisconsin right now. Oh. The weather's actually getting better. Okay. So we're doing we're doing all right right now. I feel like if you're going to be stuck inside your house, the dream is that the weather is terrible because you're like, oh, good, I'm missing this whole thing. But as soon as it starts to turn, which is like the next month, this is where you wish you were outside. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it starts to like tease you a little bit. Who are you with during quarantine? Just family, mom and dad. They basically told us not to really go to L.A. because everything is going to be shut down. So I just went back to Wisconsin. And how, how's the family holding up? Everybody's doing good. Yeah, I think uh, both my parents are still working, so they're staying busy. And I'm losing my mind a little bit, but uh, to, be, to be expected. But we're, uh, we're working through it. Everyone's healthy, so that's really all that matters. How are you passing time? So basically, working out only really takes up two hours out of my day. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little more, a little less, depending on the day, but... A lot of it has been video games, uh, Netflix, napping. No. That, that's really it, man. Not a lot of good habits. You know, I should be reading a book or something, but that's kind of how I'm passing my time. No judgment here. <laughs> Talking about video games, you are very active on your Twitch channel. Currently, you are in the Show 20 Players League. You're representing uh, True Blue right now. You're, you're ranked in the power rankings on MLB at number three. Who's the real competition? I know they have Joey Gallo at number one, but who are you? You beat him already. Yeah, Joey was legit. Joey was really good. He can really hit. I think he has like seven home runs with himself or something just absurd. <laughs> So he can he can really hit with him and the Rangers. Blake Snell's good. He beat me in extra innings. I should have won that one. Mm-hmm. And Bo Bichette is good, too. There's like five or six good players, and then it might drop off a little bit. Um, but you never know. I think it's still early, obviously, and guys get better. But And it's only three innings, so a lot can happen. So you got to, you know, you kind of 
you got to bring it every game pretty much. Yeah, I was I was wondering too, like, is it more pressure when it's you? I mean, Gallo's doing so well with himself, but when like Bo Bichette's up to bat or uh, when you're up to bat, do you feel more pressure because you're the actual player? <laughs> I think I watch it in with myself more. I don't chase as many balls, but I think I want to say I'm hit like close to 400 with myself with some doubles. I got robbed of a home run the other day. It was like a perfect, perfect swing. And I hit a line drive off the wall. Should have been a home run. They didn't respect my juice too much there. But, you know, I think I'm, I'm slapping the ball around pretty good. I'm at 40 years old. You are 22 or 23? I am 22. You're 22. I don't know why I had to think about that. <laughs> Once you hit over 21, it's all one age. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> I guess what I wanted to ask is like, we're being told like, okay, video games like Fortnite and League of Legends and all these things are, are selling out Staples Center when they do tournaments. It's the new new athletics. You're kind of right in between where you're actually playing true traditional athletics and video games sort of on a larger scale. What are, what are the commonalities between the two? The competition, man. Any way you look at it in a video game, it's still competition and being an athlete and really probably any competitive person, you don't want to lose in anything, especially in like the show. You don't want to lose to one of your boys. Like I lost to Bo, who's a good, good friend. So I got to hear about that for a while. So yeah, I think just competition, man, at the end of the day, you're still playing against somebody and you know, you want to win. You said you've been spending some time on Netflix. What are you recommending? What have you watched so far during quarantine? I rewatched Game of Thrones for the third time. Oh, God, third, third time. Don't judge me. That's, that's like my favorite favorite show ever. So I watched that. I watched the last season of Peaky Blinders. Okay. I've watched a couple old movies, like Training Day is one of my favorites. I've watched that again. Great movie. Really good movie. I'm trying to think what other shows I've watched. Uh, All-American, Crushed All-American. Did you jump into the uh, the Tiger King phenomenon? I couldn't get into it, man. I think I can't get into like documentaries like that. And it was kind of weird by uh, the first episode or two. So I just, I just kind of canceled it. I wasn't in on it. I don't know why. Yeah. I, I don't know. I wasn't feeling it as much either. No, like for all the hype, I was just kind of whatever on it. Yeah. So you said you get about two hours of training. How, what is training like right now with, uh, you know, with your parents in Wisconsin? What, what are you doing to stay in shape? Yeah. One of my good buddies owns the gym. So I have the keys to go in there pretty much whenever. It's a little bit of a drive, so I don't get in there every day. I try to get in there like three or four times a week, which is really all I need. And then I actually hit outside at uh, my high school field with my uncle, who's like the BP guru. If I ever got in a home run derby, mm-hmm. I would pick him to throw. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's really it. It's kind of hard to get into a consistent routine right now, just because it's. I feel like I'm depending on a lot of other people and how the weather is and it's just kind of, it throws it off a little bit, but, you know, kind of doing the best that I can under the, the circumstances. Yeah, you have a pretty good setup, though. That Compared to the other athletes I've talked to, like having a friend who has a gym that you can go in and out of and having an uncle who could throw BP, that's that's definitely a better setup than most. It's huge. Yeah. It's huge, yeah, especially having the BP in the gym, man. Those are two essential things. That, yeah. So I got that, you know, that's really the main two things. All right. Well, despite you being the minor league baseball player of the year last year, a top prospect going into this next season, and the fact that I ate two Uncrustables for dinner last night, we do have a lot in common. You'd be surprised. <laughs> what do you got? All right. First, we are both major sneakerheads. All right. Yeah. I try to buy every everything I can. I wanted to ask what your quarantine kicks are because I've been pretty much putting on my beaters. I feel weird putting on anything that's grayled or unworn. What What have you been doing? Do you really want to know what my uh, my quarantine kicks are around the house? 100%. 100%. Crocs. 
Crocs. Ooh. You cannot hate on me. Crocs. I'm trying to start a trend with the Crocs. Right. But they're flip-flops, man. They're they're comfortable to walk around in. Your feet get some air. So, I mean, I would never go out in public with them. But, like, around the house, absolutely. Uh, are you wearing gibbets? Are you putting the, the little... Like, uh, you know what I'm talking about? Those little jewels you can put on them? Yeah, the little, like, accessories. <laughs> no, no, no. They're they're bare. All right. <laughs> the accessories might be a little too much for me. But uh, they're comfortable, so I, I throw them on. I was very lucky on sneakers and picked up the purple ones the other day. Nice. I just don't know when I'm ever going to wear good shoes again. I'm so nervous that I'm just buying these to be a weird doomsday prepper for, like, a kid who, who goes on Stock X. <laughs> right, I know, and... And there's so much time right now. It's like, well, I might as well go look online for shoes or go look clothes. You know, you got nothing else to do. I know. I was going to ask you that. I was going to say, does does being home just get you on these like eBay and StockX and Grailed? Are you just spending too much time throwing money away now? I would say throwing money away, especially that we're not getting, I mean, we're getting paid, so we're, we're all right, but not getting consistent you know what you what you would make during the season yeah i'm pretty much saving my money but i picked up some shoes i'm i can't lie all right good then let's get into clothing we are both also into streetwear i've seen you in v loan and fear of god in some of your youtube videos i have had major trouble with quarantine fits i'm trying my hardest <laughs> are you changing every day are you only wearing sweats don't make me feel too lazy here yeah, so I saw the NBA guys joking around. They're still doing like their little runway mm-hmm. um, inside their houses and dressing up. I thought that was funny, but right now, man, I'm just wearing sweatpants and like hoodies pretty much every day. And I mean, I haven't really left the house too much, so mm-hmm. I just kind of throw on hoodies and then comfy sweats and then let it ride. Yeah, it is very difficult to uh, to look your best, to have drip uh, during quarantine. I look like garbage. <laughs> it's, it's impossible. It's impossible. Uh, There's no one to look good for. That's right. The commonalities continue. We both have the passion of hip-hop. You have been very vocal lately about your love of Roddy Rich on social media. Tell people why they should be listening to Roddy. What am I listening to him from, do you say, right now? Yeah, sure. Um, and why people should be into Roddy Rich. I mean, Dodgers fans should be. He's from L.A. And I, I don't really like too much West Coast rap, but like some of the newer stuff, obviously, and like the old Duke Dog and obviously Dr. Dre and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I don't know. Roddy Rich is just like different. You know, he, he can sing a little bit. He can obviously rap. Like his flow is just a little different than how a lot of people sound nowadays. So he's my favorite rapper by far right now. Like it's not even close. Uh, that, that's an endorsement I'd be willing to get behind. You said that you have been sort of watching the NBA from, uh, from social media. Are you, are you a big basketball guy as well? I follow it pretty close. I think I'm more followed for guys with outfits, <laughs> but I root for, I, don't, I feel like I don't really root for a certain team. Like I have certain players I like, and that's kind of who I root for. I don't really have a specific team. Who do you have as best dressed? Oh, dude, LeBron. LeBron's so versatile. I don't, I don't know. Um, I feel like LeBron has so many different like fits that, that he can throw together. It's not just like one style. Yeah, he's always good. I mean, the the kind of basic bitch answer is Westbrook, who I won't go with. But I do think also, though retired, Dwayne Wade was also very good. D Wade was great. You know, Anthony Davis was great. Yeah, especially for a tall guy to to be able to dress like that, pretty impressive. The one common thread between these guys, all very high contracts. Yes, yes. <laughs> Money and money's not an issue. <laughs> More with Gavin after this. As you know, communities are experiencing these difficult times differently across the country. 
Feeding America is working tirelessly to ensure our most vulnerable populations, students who are out of school, the elderly, individuals whose jobs are impacted, and low-income families continue to have access to food and other needed resources during this emergency. The Feeding America Food Bank Network is committed to serving communities and people facing hunger in America during the COVID-19 pandemic. Right now, their greatest need is donations and support of local food banks. This series is committed to donating all proceeds from the show to Feeding America, and we hope that you can join us in this effort too. Find out how you can help at feedingamerica.org backslash COVID-19. Now, here's the rest of my chat with the Dodgers' Gavin Lux. Let's get into baseball. Uh, You had a great run with the Dodgers to end the season. Some real experience in the playoffs, including the record-breaking home run. You are, at the core, a very strong rookie class with Will Smith and Dustin May on the Dodgers. Do you see this postponement as sort of a derailment for a traditional development that you guys would normally have with spring training and getting in the the at-bats and stuff? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for, for all of us was getting our feet wet in the playoffs and getting to experience that. I think that can only help us moving forward, being in those high pressure situations and, and understanding what it takes to win in the playoffs and having a lot of veteran guys like uh, JT, obviously Kirsch. I mean, we have a ton, so uh, that helps. And then Chase being around and giving advice. We have a lot of really good guys that we can look up to and talk to really in any situation we're in, but going into spring training that I think you just have a little, not comfort, not like a bad comfort, but you just have better relationships with your teammates and you feel a little more comfortable talking to them, not just about baseball, but about everything. And I think that's the biggest thing is how fast uh, you can get comfortable in the big leagues. And I think all the, the veteran guys make it really easy for us to, to transition into that. Yeah, I mean, especially with some new signings, obviously with, with Mookie Betts and such. I mean, it's like that, that kind of familiarity you can't, you can't kind of fabricate. Exactly. And and he came into the locker room day one and, and fit right in. And then him and DP, both obviously really good players. You know, it's no secret. You can look up their awards on what they've won, but they're just, they're, you know, even better teammates and, and people. And I think that says more than just who they are as players. And I know there's been a lot of talk about like a backup Arizona baseball playing plan or empty stadiums. I mean, all these things seem so weird to me as a guy who's been going to Dodger Stadium since I was like four years old. It's difficult to imagine uh, what baseball would be like in either of these scenarios. Have you thought them out? What are your feelings on on these uh, scenarios? Yeah, I think they're going to have to get creative any way you look at it. Um, I think the Arizona idea is probably the best bet to be able to control kind of what's going on but i think the issues are guys with families and kids and it might be hard to be able to take them away from them for four or five months and have everybody agree to that for a guy like me who has no kids and and no wife or anything like that it's not as big of a deal i would do it uh but you can't argue against uh not wanting to leave you know your kids and family true it's interesting it'll it'll be interesting to see what what ends up happening yeah, the Twitch rig can travel, so I'm fine with that. You can go. Uh, so there's been a lot of talk about you getting the starting job this season. There's a lot of great candidates on the team. Uh, you have been pretty vocal in the past about being about admitting that it takes a few swings for you to get back in the groove. Does spring training, like, does that bum you out as far as the chances of that starting job? Or I mean, I know you like getting a little bit of a head start. Uh, yeah, I think that's what spring training's for is, is to get ready for the season and you know you're not going to come in and then feel great every day in the spring or in the season it's just not realistic and a guy like me i, I definitely some guys you know might only need 15 20 at bats for me it takes me you know maybe 35 40 
So for me, early on in the spring, I don't really care about the results. You know, you see people saying, oh, he's only hitting 220. He hasn't hit any any doubles. He hasn't hit any home runs. And, like, I just care about how my bats are being taken and if I'm on the barrel. And that's really all I care about. I'm not really worried about the results in spring training because that's what it's for. It's just to get ready, you know, for the season season. And I think that's kind of how I approach it. And, you know, that's just really what I do with it. Totally. It would be unfair to at least acknowledge, I have to at least say something about how weird the 2020 baseball season was about to be with the champions being caught for cheating. And, and now they're going to tour baseball fields, basically robbing wins of certain teams, especially the Dodgers being on top of that list. So two questions that I think are pretty mild. One, will fans be just as passionate about booing them when baseball resumes? Is the pause in their favor, do you think? I think, you know, baseball fans, don't forget. I, I know Dodgers fans definitely probably won't forget. So I think when the season starts, I don't think anything's going to change with that. I think it's going to stay the same. Yeah, I'm hoping that first game is still in Anaheim because that was close enough for us to go. <laughs> I saw some tweets about fans saying they're going to drive down to, to Anaheim anyway, and I thought that was that was pretty funny. Yes, I, I'm, I'm bringing my trash can down there. Uh, will you, this is my, my second question, will you allow players to rip off your shirt if you have a walk-off this upcoming season? You can state it now, we'll hold you to it. Absolutely. If, if I hit a walk-off home run, you can rip my jersey off, you can literally do whatever. I'm all in on it. Great. Good. I, I like having that out in the open. With the addition of Mookie, I really am optimistic about the season and, and price, obviously. No matter when it starts, if it's 2020, 2021, 2022, I don't care. What is your feeling about Dodger Blue uh, in this upcoming season? Man, I mean, you look at the roster, and before we got DP and Mookie, it was loaded. And then you had a Cy Young winner, two World Series winners, uh, and an MVP. I mean, come on. I mean, it was already loaded as it is, and then you had two guys of those kind of caliber uh, and they fit right in you know i think we all should be really excited and i know everyone in the clubhouse is obviously that's no secret but at this point i think we all just want to play and get back to, to playing baseball and then rolling for the fans so uh, whenever that is you know we'll definitely be ready and have you been able to stay in contact with these guys absolutely yeah we have a group chat rolling and and guys are sending their creative workout videos every day and busting uh, Joe up a little bit for breaking his window and then it's all uh, comedy and it's all funny games but yeah we're definitely well staying in touch for sure I'm very interested to know what memes Kershaw sends along to his friends <laughs> I don't think Kershaw sent too many memes but Kershaw's like sneaky really funny like if you're around Kershaw a lot like Kershaw's one of the funniest dudes I think I've really been around that's great. So we like to end with something a little positive and then some stupid suggestions I'll give you. First off, is there anything that you think we should keep from these days with the coronavirus, this quarantine, that we could do moving forward? Something that we think should live on past these weird times? I mean, I think, you know, washing your hands, yeah. personal hygiene. I'm not going to say that I didn't take it seriously. Obviously, I did. But I mean, I'm sure if you go into an airport bathroom, you see guys never washing their hands. Mm -hmm. Personal hygiene, I think that's a huge thing. Yeah. Like, that's a serious thing. And you see everyone washing their hands more now and taking care of themselves. So I think that needs to translate over. Well, I think that's very good. But I'm going to stick with Crocs indoors. I think that's a good one. Crocs indoors, too. Yes. <laughs> yes. I went with the serious route. The Crocs indoors and outdoors might be like a real thing. Outdoors is a hot take, but I'm sticking with you on indoors. You got to help me out, though. It can't just be me. I'll, I'll, I'll hold the flag. <laughs> uh, su Suggestions-wise, these are some things I think you can get into during quarantine. It sounds like we'll be in here for at least another month. So I, I've come up with some 
just things that you can get into. I think your YouTube channel is obviously a great place to go. I've been watching some of the videos you put up. But here's some other ones. Uh, we're all in a very tough predicament with haircuts. My wife gave me a haircut last week. She had never touched clippers before. She had never touched scissors before. She wouldn't even watch a YouTube tutorial, no matter how hard I begged her to do so. Uh, surprisingly, oh, God. no, she did a pretty good job. It was kind of remarkable. Really? I was shocked. Really? But what I wanted to bring to you, I saw a photo from your childhood. It's being passed around the net of you with a wonderful mullet. Yeah. What, tell, me about, tell me about this photo. So our, it started like our, our high school baseball season. I think I was like a sophomore freshman. And our whole season, our whole team had mullets. And I think I was a freshman, so I went to school as a freshman with a mullet. Um, and I just kind of carry it over into the travel summer ball league. And our whole team had it, so I was like, I was like, whatever. You know, I was the freshman on varsity. I can't say no. Yeah. So that's kind of, and I just kept riding it out because it looked good in the hat. It did. So I just said, you know, screw it. I'm just going to rock it. Well, that is my first suggestion. Grow the baby back out, uh, you know, party in the back, business in the front, Joe Dirt style. I'm suggesting you're not going to be able to get a good haircut anyway, so maybe look into it. Exactly. I'll grow the hair out and then just taper the sides. I can do that myself. That's easy. Good. That's my first one. My second one, you're into streetwear like I am. I want, I want to suggest a new brand, one you might not know. This is a real one. It's a clothing company called Camp High. All right. Do you know about Camp High at all? I don't believe so. All right, great. Founded by a guy named Greg Dashen, who was instrumental in early Burton, and Greg Johnson, who was a designer for early Supreme. Okay. They make a lot of hoodies and sweatsuits. They uh, have a high-end lounge, like loungewear, where there's like patterned kimonos and quilt-like pants. Maybe you might not get into that, but you could look cool in the locker room with it. But they, they have a ton of hoodies and sweatpants. I bought some sweatpants this week. Some of the stuff makes you look like the coolest bad guy in a Bruce Lee movie, but it's all <laughs> cut and sew. All hand dyed. You will like it. It's called Camp High. Camp High. Yep. Okay. I'm going to check it out as soon as we get. It'll be, yeah, I'm checking it out immediately. Perfect. Putting it down. All right. My last one is a business idea for you. I want to really emphasize that it is food related, but it's. I understand a restaurant's probably not the best place to go right now, at least till we get in the clear. But this is just delivery service. And it is, I don't know how good it's going to do in Wisconsin. I also don't know if it's going to do well in Arizona if you end up playing the whole season there. But I would like to recommend a restaurant delivery shop called Bagels and Lux. Bagels and Lux, and we're, we're rocking the same name here? Come on. Well, sort of. Where's it at? Well, you own it, and it's going to be in L.A., which I feel like I, I'll give you the name. It's something I came up with, but I feel like it would be very good for you. And maybe we sell streetwear in it just so you're passionate, because I don't know how passionate you are about bread. But I do think that you opening a bagel store in L.A. called Bagels and Lux would be pretty successful. I mean, it sounds good, Bagels and Lux. Yep, yep. I'm in. You're a genius. You know that? Thank you. I'm Jewish, so I'm giving, I'm almost handing you the keys. I'm being like, allow you. <laughs> we could put Dodger dogs in the bagels. I don't know. I'm, I'm now spitballing too much information, but at least it's a start. No. You know how good that sounds? I would, I would crush one right now. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Gavin, thank you so much for talking to me. Please stay healthy and safe, and I cannot wait to see you back on the field. Go Dodger Blue. No doubt, man. You said it. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. The No Sports Report is produced and distributed by Treefort Media. The show is executive produced by Kelly Garner, Lisa Ammerman, and me, Jensen Carp. Our series producer is Matthew Kugler. 
Tom Monahan is our senior audio engineer and sound supervisor with additional production help from Tim Schauer, June Rosen, and Haley Mandelberg with production and editing by Jasper Leak. Our theme music is composed by Spilkus. If you've enjoyed what you've heard, please subscribe, rate us, and review us on Apple Podcasts. You have nothing else to do. Send it to your friends, tweet, share, post about it, do whatever you can. And please visit feedingamerica.org. And if you're able to make a donation, any amount will help make a difference. And you can learn more about other ways to help on their website. For more information on the No Sports Report, links to the socials, and for our show transcripts for the hearing-impaired listeners, please go to treefort.fm. Be safe and be well.